You're listening to the Relationship Centered Learning Podcast, a podcast to inspire and empower you to be a difference maker in a dysfunctional educational system. Hear weekly from adults and students who are having a radical impact in the education space as they share from their minds and hearts, giving us practical tools that we can take back to our classrooms and campuses. Here to take you outside the educational box is author, disruptor, and your host, Kevin Curtis. Welcome back to the Relationship Centered Learning Podcast. This is your host, Kevin Curtis. Today is going to be a solo episode, so just you, me, and the mic on a Mindset Monday. On this Monday, what I really want to talk to you a little bit about is something that I believe can help us all right now, particularly in the middle of what we're going through as a country and as individuals. It's election time, uh, voting has opened up. We've had a lot of different things going on on social media about you know this side versus that side, this person versus that person, what they're against. And, and I think that I want to encourage us to be a better listener in through the restorative work, it has taught me so many different listening skills and tools. And so I just want to bring a, a little short spill to you today about how to be a better listener. And so when I start about listening, one of the things that I start to notice when I come into schools, for example, and I have this kid versus this kid, or this teacher got called a name by this student, or there was a negative interaction or something, it doesn't matter. When you have a conflict, confrontation, when you have two different perspectives that are colliding, one of the things that I had to learn to do, particularly for myself, not mediating, really just listening. And coming from a very reactive background, it was really easy for me when I was being the person that was being impacted. It was easy for me to react versus respond. And so I really want to talk a little bit more about reacting versus respond. Let's just go there. So reacting versus respond, there is a difference. And reacting is like that knee-jerk reaction that you typically do when something kicks in and it tells you this is what happened, this is my stimulus, and this is how I typically react. So for me, I'll raise my voice, I'll close, my body language will change, um, I'll close proximity, I will definitely, uh, I struggle with three feet conversations when I'm upset or in confrontation, I like three inch conversations. And so when you look at that, the one way that we help people understand the difference for them is, is like, for example, if you're not driving and you're just walking or able to, do, to maneuver your arms right now, do me a simple task. Just cross your arms right now. Just simply cross your arms. Take five seconds, cross your arms. All right. From that position there, do me one favor. Again, not if you're driving, but just cross your arms backwards and flip them the other way. And I'm going to bet for a majority of you, that was a struggle. And the reason being is, is because we typically don't cross our arms that way. So I do this at trainings all the time and I get them to understand when you cross your arms the other way, you're like, oh, this was awkward. This feels uncomfortable. This doesn't seem right. Now, some people go, oh, it's not too bad. And, and that's perfect. It's not for everybody. But the point about this is the reason it's so awkward is because we rarely, if ever, cross our arms intentionally the other way because we don't think about it. Crossing arms something you don't have to think about. So the reason I illustrate that is, is because reacting is like crossing your arms. You don't think about it. It's instinct. 
And instinctively, we get into confrontations or we hear another side of a story or somebody else that differs from our opinion. And then all of a sudden we react. And so we go right into crossing arms. And however you react is typically how you react. And some of us call that responding. But what I think about is responding is when you cross your arms the other way because you have to think about it. And there has to be some intentional steps to do that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you on a journey for me. As I walked my neighborhood, I started thinking about, you know, I'm not in a big neighborhood, but I have these side streets. And it made me start thinking about this journey today. So I'm going to bring it to you. So react versus respond. On the react side, to me, that's a short street, right? I, I When I react, I do very little um, listening. I'm about proving my point or invalidating the other person's feelings or their point of view. And so reacting is very simple. It's a very short street. And it comes down and it's very pointed. You get to the end of that street and it's almost like a dead end, like there, done. Now, reacting versus responding responding takes me on a little bit different journey. So if, I, if I'm if i at the fork in the road here and I'm hearing somebody's different point of view or I'm in a conflict or a confrontation with somebody else, and this could be verbally or this could be even be online where some of us get courageous behind a keyboard, my point to you is try not to react. So the first thing you have to do is just kind of pause. And by pausing, that will hopefully give you the instinct to cross your arms different and to think different. And that means react different, which is responding. So if we're going to respond, we're going to listen with, we're going to go down these side streets. So as you're going down the journey of responding down this long avenue, you're going to have some side streets. And the first street that you're going to come across to is scene street. So you're going to cross scene street because people want to be seen for their point of view or their interaction or whatever they did right or wrong. Next, the next one you're going to come across is herd road because people want to feel heard when they are giving their account for something, their point of view, their political stance, it doesn't matter. But what happens is they want to feel seen and they want to feel heard. And then the third street you're going to come to is what I call valued Avenue because despite our differences in opinions or in facts of what happened. No, he hit me or you you said this first or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The one thing that I think that I took away from, the, the one of the most powerful things I took away from the restorative practices work is you can't tell someone how they should feel. Now, you can tell, you can argue facts, but feelings, when somebody feels offended or hurt, or they feel attacked, whatever it is, if we invalidate the way that they feel, then they don't feel seen, they don't feel heard, and they don't feel valued. So it's our job as human beings in making connections to just remember not reacting, trying to flip arms the other way, responding, and we're going to go by Scene Street, Heard Road, and Valued Avenue. So we're working on making the other person feel valued, seen, and heard. You may have heard me say this in the, in the podcast previously. And then you're going to come to what I call validation crossing. Now, the reason I say validation crossing is because I want you to cross up and down the street three times. Because if I could give you one coaching point, when somebody is struggling with a mindset, somebody says, ah, restorative practices or discipline, you know, and it doesn't matter, or this president versus that presidential account, or black, white, black lives matter more than police lives matter. It doesn't matter what they're arguing about. Here's what I would tell you. When the other person feels validated, 
then they feel valued, seen, and heard. So when I get to validation crossing, I want to walk up and down that street three times. Because in my opinion, it's not just my job to validate them. It's to truly make the other person, because this is how they feel, validated, validated, validated. And if you can validate their point of view and just say that you hear them for that, or you heard the circumstances surrounding why they called you, you know, why they called you a certain name, or I'm, I'm just kind of giving you in different scenarios, because this could be in school, this could be out of school, this could be professionally, this could be personally, it doesn't matter the circumstances. When you are given an opportunity to have a negative interaction or a negative experience, are you going to react? Or are you going to respond? So when we're responding, we get to that validation crossing after, after, after going by Scene Street, Heard Road, Valued Avenue, and then we're going to cross validation three times. And then lastly, when you get to the end of respond, when you get to the end of respond road, hopefully, it's not about being right. It's about a different perspective. It's just understanding and hearing the other person for the facts that surround why they made the choice that they did, why they called you a name, why they put their hands on you, why they did anything, why they believe in one candidate over another, why they believe in anything. So for me, when you respond, it's just taking the times to do that awkward opportunity of crossing our arms the other way and allowing people to feel valued, seen, and heard and validate, 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 so that you may not have to agree with their point of view, but that you can just see their point of view. And I will tell you, at 51 years old, I wish somebody earlier in life had given me, let's just call this wisdom, because one of the things that I was taught was to be right and to prove your point when you're right. And as Brene Brown says, it's not about being right, it's about getting it right. And I believe that in the times that we're struggling today, more than ever, we need to put this into play. So I'm hoping this episode gives you a little insight into react versus respond, crossing your arms different, taking a different approach as we differ in so many different things that are happening right now, but also even in your schools, your perceptions of how online learning versus, uh, you know, or what teachers are going through and how online learning is impacting education and should teachers go back to work and doesn't, there's so many things that we are differentiating on how we believe should be implemented or who we should elect. And what I would tell you is, no matter what you feel or what your perspective is, you're right. Because nobody should tell you how you should feel. And I'm hoping that today we can start to understand how each other feels, how our different perspectives may be different, but yet we're all the same. And I think what I take away from this work is every time I learn and listen from other people and learn their point of views, it adds value to my life. I hope that this episode added value to yours. I'm going to have a little bit different call to action. I'm going to encourage you. We do weekly circles now on Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. We do weekly educator circles. If you want to feel valued, seen, and heard, if you want to hear different points of views, but you want to connect with other educators that are out there because we're all struggling, then I'm going to encourage you to go over to our website at rclfirst.com, uh, rclfirst, and I want you to click on join the circle. 
And all it's going to do, it's going to give you a link. It's a free link. It's a Zoom link that we, we use the same link. But I want you to join that Zoom link. And I want you to pick a time on Mondays, Thursdays, or Saturday where you can join Denise Circle Mama Holiday, my co-founder, and us as other educators in learning the difference in responding and reacting, helping you feel valued, seen, and heard as an educator during this difficult time. I hope that you got something out of today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Lastly, I want to thank you, the listener, the educator, the difference maker. Your time is valuable. I see time as an investment. And I want to thank you from the center of my heart for making it to the end of this episode. But please don't let this be the end of our relationship. If you have the same passion for putting relationships and connections at the center of all learning, then I need you to subscribe and share this podcast with other like-minded educators. It would be extremely helpful if you would leave a review or a comment on what you loved about the episode, or better yet, tell me what you want to hear about more in the future. This way, other educators that are searching for impactful podcasts can get a sense of what this show can offer them. You see, my hopes and prayers are that you were able to find one strategy or one idea that you could take back to one classroom to make a difference for one kid. Thanks for keeping relationships first, and we'll connect with you next time. <laughs>